0: Welcome to the Turnbuckle Bros. Life. Wrestling. And other ill shit. Let's go. Oh yeah. So um I guess we I would call this episode four. Um it's DJV dot here, Turnbuckle Bros follow the turnbuckle bros podcast on uh twitter at turnbuckle bros instagram the turnbuckle bros follow the podcast at apple podcast spotify stitcher breaker bullhorn radio cast or overcast radio public pocket cast shit i don't remember none of this shit right now but um trying to get in contact with the with the with this nigga most but um the man's busy, so I guess I'm at to go at everything solo today. That's cool. But uh we're not gonna steer away from what I normally do. So Oh and yeah, and follow follow most McFly at uh most McFly, two Y's on the end of it on all social media networks. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at V dot underscore the underscore DJ Snapchat DJ V dot seven five seven. Uh, subscribe to the Anchor app on the App Store, Google Play. Search for the Turnbuckle Bros. You can leave messages. Be part of the show. Give us your hot takes on the, the couple of weeks of wrestling and stuff, you know. But anyway, it's time. So if you got a drink, you got an L, you got what you got, go ahead and put that thing up in the air, and let's toast off to this show. So yeah, um money in the bank was this week. I guess that's the only reason I was so ready to uh to jump back on this microphone and um and talk some shit. So Money in the Bank was good. Overall great pay-per-view in my opinion. I'm still looking to see if this nigga Mo's going to come up. But um the Money in the Bank batch itself. Boy, that jump was uh I enjoyed it. It was it was great. I I didn't know what to expect. I thought I was about to get an episode of uh, MTV's The Challenge. You know the final. <laughs> Shout out Johnny Bananas. But um, <laughs> yeah, I really I really enjoyed it and um, how it went. The little cameos from Stephanie McMahon, to Vince McMahon, uh, to some random ass clown in the corner. I still don't know who that is. If y'all know who that is, tweet me. Let me know who that actually is because other than that, that's the only cameo I really did get. Brother Love, that was pretty good. Um, Former WWE writer Brian Gerwitz, he ended up tweeting. He's like, now I know this was a lie here because I've never seen Bruce Prichard wash his hands ever (laughs) in his life. (laughs) I was like, damn, he must be a dirty bitch. But, uh, yeah, it was a a good match. So um, I'm trying to pull up here. The actual match card from, um, so we can at least get all the matches in, you know what I'm saying? There we go. All right, all right. So, the first match was the, uh, the tag team match, the, uh, Fatal Four Way with the New Day, the Forgotten Sons, the Lucha House Party in uh, Miz and Morrison New Day came out on top but uh it was exciting it, it did exactly what it was supposed to do get you hyped for the uh, rest of the show um the forgotten sons i don't i don't know what they plan on doing with them so whatever i guess oh i also forgot about uh Jeff Hardy defeating Cesaro and um in a strong match Jeff Hardy trying to get his wrestling legs back. You know what I'm saying? So they definitely picked the right uh partner to go against, which which your boy Cesaro. Uh next match was Bobby Lashley, who actually is supposed to be MVP versus your boy R Truth. And shout out to R Truth, man, because uh he 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 the comedic timing he has, you know what I'm saying, It's just like it's second to none, in my opinion. Like, he, he's really doing his thing. How he slapped MVP. <laughs> or, no, nah, he slapped Lashley. My fault. He slapped Lashley. And then Lashley proceeded to um, give his ass a 5 to 10. Shout out to uh, Mr. Otis on, on Martin. You know, 5 to 10 means he's going to uh, probably be whooping your ass for 5 to 10 minutes. But uh, then we move to the uh, singles the women's match for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, where Bailey, with a little bit of help from Sasha Banks, uh, actually got the win over Tamina. And um, I don't know, was that Tamina's first ever, like, solo title shot since she's been with the company? I really don't know, but uh, she definitely did show out in that. But uh, Bailey did, did get the win. Still have a few more seeds thrown, you know what I'm saying, for... Uh, her eventually going with going against Sasha, but we'll just have to uh, we have to wait and see. Next match was Braun Strowman uh, retaining his championship against Bray Wyatt, and I see why they did it the way that they did because you don't really want Braun to be that transitional champion. But in the back of everybody's mind, we know he's just keeping that shit shiny for Roman for when Roman comes back, and I'm here for that. <laughs> but um. I think they were able to move on to at least having The Fiend get a chance to go against Braun Strowman since he beat the the happy-go-lucky Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt. Uh, next match was the uh, WWE Championship match where some would say was actually the best match of the night between Drew McIntyre. He uh, actually retained his title against your boy Seth Rollins. Uh, shook hands at the end of the match. We'll get to Seth Rollins a little bit later when I start talking about Raw, but... Uh, I enjoyed it, once again. It, it definitely was a good match. I mean, I was in and out all over the place because it was Mother's Day. And I did my – I guess I, I I try to do my thing for the Mother's Day. You know what I'm saying? Um, he got uh, breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Cooked some scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, cut up some potatoes, pan-fried them shits, some biscuits. You know what I mean? It, it really looked – had the mimosas popping. You know, just – Simple, light work. Then for dinner, we had, uh, I got on that smoker, you know what I'm saying? Had the, the baby backs, the Louis, Had some uh, smoked chicken wings, and I did it differently this time. Shout out to Goya. Had that saison, that uh, adobo, and that mojo sauce. Mixed all that shit together. Then threw them shits in the smoker. They were fire. If you, <laughs> if you need that recipe, I can't give you teaspoons or tablespoons. Just a little shake here, a little shake there. You know what I'm saying. So I was kind of in and out during the uh, the majority of Money in the Bank, but I, I did get a chance to watch it back. And uh, now we get to the actual Money in the Bank Money in the Bank matches, where both matches, the women's and the men, went on simultaneously. So they introduced uh, all the women first, and they were introducing the guys, and they were looking for Oscar. And Oscar ended up being on top of, uh, I guess she was on the second floor, a WWE headquarters. Hit everybody with a crossbody, and then she was out. Like she, she, she played the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she did exactly what she was supposed to do, and eventually made her way to, um, to the top of the ladder and uh, retained the, uh, or actually, obtain, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she grabbed the, uh, the money in the bank briefcase. And uh, the surprise of the uh, of the night, your boy Otis. Otis is having the best twenty twenty in 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 the world. Like, <laughs> I mean, he does have a lot to go against with the coronavirus and shit like that. But yeah, my my man Otis got the girl at WrestleMania. Got the Money in the Bank contract. Like, my homie's doing good. So, shout out to Otis for that. But uh. I want to say this was one of the shortest pay per views I've ever seen in my life. It uh, it ran about little under two and a half hours, but out of those two and a half hours, it was very, very entertaining. So, kudos to WWE on that. And um, to be honest, the the cinematic WWE universe is is fucking Emmy worthy if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? So, I uh, I enjoyed it overall fire pay-per-view you know what i'm saying so we get to the next night on monday night raw and uh all over the internet all over twitter um wwe said becky blinch had a a big announcement so people started guessing and you know the dirt sheets halfway ruined it but uh, we waited to get to the actual event monday night raw that is becky comes out uh Oscar comes out because she doesn't have her money in the bank briefcase. Becky's walking with it. And then hold on, for quick, quick, sip break. Yeah, I haven't done one of these solo pods in a minute, so I'm taking it back to Vida and friends. But um, Becky comes down to the ring with the money in the bank briefcase, and me uh, on top of the rest of the world. We're sitting there a little perplexed, you know what I mean? So Oscar comes out talking her shit like, bitch, give me my, my briefcase. I want this belt. And Becky opens the briefcase. Well, she says, you probably couldn't open it because I have the combination. So she opens it up, and the Raw Women's Championship is in there. She gives it to uh, Asuka, and it said, the money in the bank was actually for this. And Oscar went, you know, Oscar did, because let's be honest, since this pandemic happened, Oscar has been the the number one superstar on the on the roster i I mean entertaining as hell even though i ain't gonna lie i don't know what much she's saying but i could just feel the swag you know what i'm saying so the 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 persona is just was it's just been fire for the past month and a half so she deserved it so shout out to her but uh as she was given the title Becky then mentioned that Sasha you're going to be a warrior and uh I got to go be a mother and then it got real heartbreaking i know a couple of people started cutting onions around the same time as all this shit was happening but uh it was a good moment it was a good moment so uh congratulations to uh Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch on their um expecting a uh, boy or girl you definitely know how that is my um daughter's actually turning 5 tomorrow So we're going to do a little birthday parade for her, you know, since we still are in this uh, stay-at-home order in Virginia. Really can't do shit. Uh, We're going to phase one on Friday, but I don't know what the fuck that means. I ain't going to lie. I'm still not going nowhere other than the fucking grocery store. Fuck that. I don't got time for that. Other than the grocery store and work that I'm fucking forced to go to and listen to dumbass (laughs) meetings and shit like that, but it is what it is, so shout out to them But um we can go more into raw The uh the basketball game we got between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders even TMZ picked it up and gave us a little early trailer of it Hey Dawkins is a, is a post player boy <laughs> I still I still lock his ass up you know what I mean but hey That that, that post work he was doing on your boy Ivar, hey, he was on fire. Uh, They ended up scoring like 70-some points, and then the Viking Raiders scored the last point. They thought they won. Little do they know, they was hustling the Street Profits the whole time. It was a good segment. It was a good segment. And I will say this. This this week's edition of Monday Night Raw has been the best edition of Monday Night Raw in a long time. Like, they did exactly what they were supposed to do with that three-hour stretch. Um, from the basketball game to maybe a new um, a rebirth of a faction from uh, Impact. Um, Looks like MVP and Lashley are about to get back together because I'm not going to lie. I root for everybody. You know what I mean? I wish everybody the best, but it was always something about Lashley that I could never connect with other than the fact that he looks like me. I mean, not really look like me because Shit, I ain't two seventy chisel paws. You know how that man <laughs> chiseled himself and shit. But um, uh, yeah, man, like it was just something about him I could never, never really connect with. So I could when he was in TNA, part of the Beatdown, clicked up. You know what I'm saying? When he had MVP, low key Kenny King, Samoa Joe, and Lashley. That was all for that faction. You know what I'm saying? Just. Couple of couple of motherfuckers just ready to fuck niggas up. I I, I enjoy shit like that. <laughs> that's my shit. So I I, I definitely enjoyed that. Watch that um and and hope that f- grows into something that's actually worth watching. You know what I mean? So let's see what else. What else did I write about Raw? Oh yeah, the uh, Los Ego Bernables de Day WWE. Looks like that faction's almost uh their time is almost up because Angel Garza and Austin Theory they don't mix pretty well and Andrade is is forced to be like the uh the babysitter of the two along with Zelina Vega. So um I think his, I think Austin Theory's time is over because he had I mean he was skyrocketed to the main roster just out of necessity, you know what I mean? So I think they're starting to get a few people back and we're going to not see as many people as we saw on TV these past couple of months. So I think Austin Theory is about to take his ass back to NXT and see where he goes from there. But uh, I'm trying to think. What else did we have? We had the uh, the confrontation with Edge and Randy Orton. Randy uh, pretty much say, I want another match. You, you were the better man in the last man standing. No rules, but... You can't out wrestle me, so they're gonna have their basic wrestling match at Backlash. Uh, I want to say the date's June tenth. It's 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 in June. It's probably it's probably Father's Day weekend, to be honest. But um, who knows where that'll actually be, and will fans be in attendance? Because a lot of stay at home orders are gonna be done by then, except for Los Angeles. So I think they just put on another uh, another ninety days day shit. So prayers out to them. Um. Do I have any more raw topics? Raw topics. No. Oh, yes, I do. Shout out to Shayna Baszler for spitting that <laughs> spitting that ether. Spitting that ether. Where can I find the little clip? I was so ready to have uh the some, some back commentary on this with Hmm. Okay. So oh while while we're here while I'm looking for this shit um I'll talk about uh what's been going around lately too with uh your boy sting uh pro wrestling sheet tweeted yesterday uh Tuesday May 12th that uh sting is no longer under contract with the WWE and people are thinking that that means he's on the first thing smoking to uh to aew. Now, I don't know. I don't know what Sting would do in AEW. Is he going to be a manager too? Because technically he shouldn't really be in the ring. And, and AEW style is nothing like the WWE style. So we'll see where that goes. And then I'm also seeing people thinking a, uh, Rey Mysterio is on his way out the door to go to AEW also. But uh, I'll take that shit with a grain of salt. I don't believe that just yet. I think he really wants his son to get that WWE exposure. You know what I mean? So. I'm trying to find the shit that Shayna said, man. I'm trying to find the shit that Shayna said. A lot of dead air. Yo, this is so much. <laughs> this is so different. I'd have got accustomed to having, uh, having this nigga Mose here all the time to. To hold me down while I'm um pause while I'm um searching for useless facts and shit. But uh, let's see if we can get this um this ether that Shayna was, uh, was spitting out here, man. Hmm. 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 No, we don't want that one. We don't want that one. But Shayna says some shit like, "You gotta be the dumbest individual." Yeah, I ain't gonna find it. You gotta be the dumbest individual in the world to get pregnant while you're champion, and says some shit on the lines of, "And that baby's gonna suck anyway." You see her, ba- <laughs> you see who the dad is. I said, "Wow, wow." She uh, she she really put that one in deep. <laughs> she, yeah, but um. Uh, yeah raw raw definitely uh turned the corner um let's see here oh yeah so alberto del rio or alberto del patron or alberto del domestic Violence. <laughs> <laughs> no so um it's not a funny thing at all but um Alberto Del Rio was detained Sunday, um, because he accused his girlfriend or his significant other, whoever he uh, he accused the girl he's messing with of cheating. And according to police reports, he tied her up, performed uh, sexually assaulted her for several hours with different objects, told her she was going ta- he was going to take her son and leave him in the middle of the road. And a whole lot of other shit. He got he got bailed out, but um, now I don't know the man personally. Um, but I will say, when I saw that man two years ago, walking down uh, outside of where they had Wale Mania, that man didn't look right. It was something, he, he looked a little off. When I saw him, just, I was maybe four feet away. He was he was with some people, um, some real legends, for real, for real, walking down the street and shit, and come to find out two days later, he skipped the, uh, the Impact show where he was supposed to defend the title. And we've we seen it. We've seen the periscopes where he's talking shit to Triple H and talking shit to this person and that person and trying to drag Paige's name in the dirt. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. He's a dirt bag all the way, hundred percent dirt bag, yo. So, out and I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he's pretty much just burned every bridge to every company he's ever worked with with the, the wild allegations that it, that that really took place. But it also makes me think, though. It also makes me think. Is that the CTE talking? I mean, not only has he been wrestling for for several years, you know what I'm saying. He's actually uh, been doing mixed uh, MMA also. He has um, his own MMA promotion. I want to say Comportates Americanas or something like that. It's it's something in Mexico, but um, he's like the CEO of that shit. So I don't know how that's gonna work for him. You know what I'm saying? Because people ain't going to want to do business with a motherfucker that that, that perceives to be that fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So (coughs) I don't want to completely just throw the man in the ditch and forget about him. I I hope he can turn himself around. He definitely needs people in his circle to be like yo nigga you wilding and you need to tighten up but you know, you know how it is. People get to a certain status, they like fuck everybody. I'm, I'm me, bitch. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? So, I wish him the best, but I can't fuck with you right now, fam. I can't fuck with you. You gotta, you really gotta do some soul searching. And who knows if he's actually gonna get locked up? Who knows if the lady's gonna drop the charges? You know what I mean, like. But 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 that dude's fucking up. Uh. Shit, we were gonna talk AEW. The only thing I really saw from AEW, uh, other than the tweet or other than the text message, the mass text message I got from Cody today, uh, asking me, Do I want him to beat Jace the Snake's ass? And I said, Yes. Beat his ass. Beat his ass. Other than that, uh that and the um the street fight between uh Sammy Guevara and Chris, uh, Chris Jericho versus Matt Hardy and your boy Kenny Omega. Even though the Inner Circle lost, there was uh, the thing that they talked about the most that over the past week was the uh, the golf cart spot, where uh, Jericho first kind of got hit by it, and then Sammy Guevara was running away as fast as he could and still ate that shit. It was funny. It was definitely funny. Uh, <laughs> I laughed at it after the fact. I didn't. I didn't watch NXT or. My on my fault. I didn't watch AEW live because I was watching NXT. I wanted to see the uh the debut of your boy Clarion Cross, formerly known as Killer Cross. You know what I'm saying? The entrance was fire. Uh, I want to see how he does against some of the uh more established tab- talent. You know what I mean? He just you know when your first debut, you go against the uh the enhancement guy, show off your skills, show what you got, show what's in store for later. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know who he's going to attack first. I know he got some beef with uh, your boy Tomaso. Uh, he might have a little bit of beef with Gargano, but we'll see how that goes here in the future. Uh, let's see. I'll talk about Oscar one more time, but uh, I was thinking with Oscar winning now winning a Royal Rumble match, a Money in the Bank match. The SmackDown Women's Championship, the Raw Women's Championship, the NXT Women's Championship, and the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Is it safe to say that she is the most decorated star in Japanese history that's worked with the WWE? Like, I can't really think of anybody else that has as much success from Japan Japanese descent other than other than Oscar, you know what I mean? Now Shinsuke was a two-time uh NXT champion, Intercontinental champion. Uh, did he win the US Jink? I can't remember if he won the US Jank or not. But uh, then after that, you got I mean, you got the EOS and uh and and Kari, you know. They won a couple of titles, but the ones before them, the uh other than Taka Mishinoku, who we talk about Funaki Yoshihashi uh shoot nobody else really came because every, back in the day everybody had the uh if you were a japanese you really had to deal with WCW because they had the uh the they were the new japan connect you know what i'm saying so it just they just never really crossed paths i mean anoki wrestled there i mean he is a hall of famer You know what I'm saying? Jushin Liger's a Hall of Famer this year. But as far as accolades, I don't think nobody is ever going to surpass what Asuka's done in the WWE or NXT. You know what I'm saying? Over 500 days as the NXT Women's Champion, had to give the belt up. Like, nobody beat her. Nobody was ready for Asuka in NXT. You know what I mean? Like, I got to say, there it goes. My take. Asuka is the greatest Japanese pro wrestler in WWE history. Hands down. There's nobody doing it. And while we give him flowers, her Naomi, and Carmella and Alexa Bliss, there are the uh the forgotten women, the forgotten horsemen, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's talking about always talk about Charlotte Becky, Sasha Bailey, you know what I mean, but if you really look at the title range since those four women have been on the main roster, you got Naomi's a two-time champion. Also the first uh women's memorial battle royal jammy, you know what I'm saying? She Carmella first ever uh women's money in the bank, you know what I'm saying? She's what? She she's a she's a one or two-time champion herself. Um yeah, the Alexa, what, she's five-time women's champ, tag team champ. You know what I'm saying? Like, they out there really doing shit, and everybody just has their their minds enamored on the four horsewomen. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But uh, what else do I have? Uh, The uh, Undertaker's Last Ride. Hope you got a chance to watch that first episode. Um I want to see where this goes because it's, it starts with the uh like people have never seen Undertaker with a camera crew behind them. So Chris Jericho was actually the first person that pointed it out. And shout out to WWE for showing AEW talent on on their documentary because obviously they had this shit in the in the tuck for a minute. And I guess it's been waiting for the chance for Undertaker to say, "All right, I'm I'm done for real." Because they've been trying to tr- probably trying to put this shit out for the past 4 <laughs> years if we're being honest. You know what I'm saying? So Look out for that. I think a, a new episode comes every Sunday. Seems like they're trying to combat the last dance with uh, the, the the jank that Michael Jordan's doing. Hope y'all are watching that. That shit's fire, too. There's You don't really think about, and I mean, I grew up, I was a teenager in that era. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't, I mean, I was in depth with the sports, but I definitely had other things I was looking for back when I was 15 to 17 years old. You feel me? So, um it's great to catch up back up on that. But the uh so far so good on the um the last ride. The dark side of the ring uh came on last night with the Road Warriors and it talking about how Hawk had his problems. And fun fact, Vince McMahon went to the strip club with all the talent <laughs> and decided to take the doomsday device in the strip club. Yo you one cool-ass dude, Vince. <laughs> You're a cool-ass dude. But uh, other than that, I really don't have much to, uh, to talk about. Shit, I gave y'all 30 minutes, you know. So <laughs> it's hard to do this, this back and forth when you don't have nobody to go forth with. Pause. Um, but, you know, follow the podcast on Twitter at Turnbuckle Bros. Instagram is The Turnbuckle Bros. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Bullhorn, Radio Public, or even on the Anchor app. Download the Anchor app at the App Store, or Google Play. Search for The Turnbuckle Bros. Let me know how you feel ab- uh, about this take about Asuka, is is she the greatest Japanese performer in WWE history? She's definitely a shoe in Hall of Famer, but but let me know. Uh, follow Most McFly at Most McFly Too Wise on everything. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. I gotta get ready for this uh, birthday party for tomorrow. My daughter's turning five. Like I said, I gotta get this house together and shit. Wrap some gifts. Get ready for my social distancing plan. This is gonna be some wild shit, yo. Never did a birthday party. With these type of fucking limitations, you know what I mean. So it's definitely gonna be weird. But y'all continue to be safe out there. Wash your fucking hands. Um, it's almost over. I I think. (laughs) Who knows if the world will ever be normal again, though? You know what I'm saying? Who we might be wearing masks forever. Shit. I don't know if you ever peeped the Wrestle Kingdom. Half of the people in the in the audience got masks on, so they they used to this shit. But uh, us Americans not so much. But again, yes, be safe. And next time uh, you hear us, it uh it will be at full force. You know what I'm saying? We'll be at full Super Saiyan fucking seventeen. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, I holler at y'all. Y'all take it easy, man. I can't, I can't, I can't go out like that. Shout out to g p Pete. I ain't heard it in y'all in a while. I need to catch back up on my podcast, but I can't take the can't take the catchphrase. So that's it.